Revenue Rhino. I'm Brad Hammond, and this is the Lifelong Customer Podcast. We're interviewing successful sales and marketing leaders and discussing ways in which they're building lifelong relationships with their customers. Welcome to the Lifelong Customer Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Hammond, and today I have Ryan Bascalupo from Real Green Systems. Ryan, it's really nice to have you on. Thanks for having me, Brad. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'm excited. So tell me a bit about yourself and your company. A little bit about myself. I've been in the lawn and landscape industry now for roughly about 36, 37 years now. You can tell I started when I was five. And I came about Real Green Systems about 18 years ago. I started working in the marketing side of the business consulting with companies all over the United States on their marketing campaigns. And then most recently, about seven, eight years ago, I started working in the software sales part of the business. And Real Green Systems has been in in business now for about 36 years, supplying software to the green industry. And what I mean by green industry, chemical lawn care industry was where it started off. Our product is now starting to venture more into the landscape space, lawn maintenance space, and also pest control as well. Right now, we service roughly about 2,300 customers across the United States. We have customers in Canada and also in the United Kingdom. Wow, nice. That's awesome. So by lawn care and green systems, all this, you're literally talking to those guys who like mow your lawn and cut the grass and fertilize it and all that sort of stuff. Absolutely. They need to be able to send the invoice somewhere. Somehow they need a process to do it. And we feel like we've developed a nice process. We're an end-to-end company where we also develop websites. We have speed to lead formats. We actually just purchased a company called LawnBot, which is actually a bot that's integrated with our software. So a bot can actually talk to you, take your credit card from the end customer and load all the information into our software. So we call that speed to lead. So that's actually a newer product since you and I have talked last that we just came about. But Real Green really assists the the customer with full end-to-end. We have customer portals where their customers can actually pay their bills online. We have automated marketing tools that they can utilize, mobile technology, and of course, the office CRM that they can utilize as well. Nice. So that's awesome. So tell me a bit about what the last year has looked like for you guys. Obviously, we've had some crazy times and that's had all sorts of different impacts on business. Sounds like you guys are up to some cool stuff and have had an interesting last year. So tell me a bit more about that. Yeah, of course, COVID-19 hit. We knew it. Our president and CEO at the time, Bill Noonan, he really had really good foresight that this could be a situation. He's a Navy from nuclear submarine and very prepared. You have to be prepared. And he actually prepared our company pretty well. So when COVID did hit and the governor shut everything down. We went from three offices in Wald Lake, Michigan to 180 offices across Michigan and some parts of the United States as well. We were prepared for it. Yeah, there's always bumps in the road, but we handled it very well. My sales team was very well prepared for it. They 
We do use a couple products, Salesforce, SalesLoft, and so we're still able to train employees, help them hit their targets. Our marketing department was very instrumental creating outreach to our customers, trying to assist them through the, trying to keep them informed what Real Green is doing. They did a fantastic job with that. They actually created a website for the industry that people can come to. We called it Impact. So people can come there and get information about our industry and how we're handling it. And I really give my marketing team a lot of props. We also have a a person, Beth Berry, who is doing Facebook Live meetings every day as well. So really, it was a lot about information out to our customers and the industry alike. So we wanted to be leaders in the industry on how we were going to assist them to get through this crisis that was going on. Sales, yeah, we're affected a little bit. My team was doing a lot of outreach as well, a lot of phone calling, assisting the customers, answering questions for them. But overall, the lawn care landscape industry, Michigan was shut down until May 1st, but the rest of the United States was not. So we were almost doing business as usual, but in multiple offices across the, the Michigan and the United States. Oh, sweet. Yeah, tell me a bit more about, you're telling me about um, a virtual conference you guys recently hosted. Sounds like that was success and all that. Tell me a bit more about that. It really was. It was a huge success, I think. When you have 1,500 people coming into the same website, getting information in multiple different rooms, we had over 300 different uh, sessions going on that, that were presented. For We had about 2,000 people sign up, which equates to about 300 companies that came into it. We do this every year off-site, but this year, obviously, with COVID, it was a challenge. Again, I got to give credit to my marketing department on what they did, and then the rest of the Real Green team and how they stepped up and tried to make this conference a huge success for our customers. It's a good learning area for our customers to come into, understand the software, learn the software a little bit more, because it's always evolving. We're always adding to our software application for them. Hopefully next year we can be off-site. We're in SeaWorld next year in January, so hope you can make it, Brad. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Tell me a bit about the story of of growth of Real Green. It sounds Based on what you're telling me, it sounds like you guys have experienced a ton of growth like over, over your lifespan. You've obviously been at the forefront of that. What does that journey look like? Very impressive. It all started with Joe Cusick, the founder of our business. He was in the lawn care business, and he started talking to his brother, who was a computer programmer. And they decided one winter down in Florida that they were going to develop some software. So he did, and uh, his dad, who was a Detroit police officer, got Joe into the lawn care business. And it's a crazy story. Small, very small software company and what we've been able to develop here. But over the years, Joe made a huge impact in the in- industry. Joe was a 
entrepreneur, I would say, where he's always thinking how he can develop something that can help people grow their business. And that's what sets our software apart from anybody in the industry. When we come and talk to somebody, it's not so much, hey, this is how you can print an invoice. No, this is how we can help you grow your business. Our own selves, if we can help them grow their business, they will help us grow our business too. So we've created a lot of unique tools that are all wrapped into a nice software package so we can help any company, even the small guy that that might be cutting 50 lawns. Does he want 100 lawns next year? Does he want 200 lawns the next year? We can show him a path on how to get there to really keep his costs down, his expenses down. And that's how it was all developed. And now as we've started building, really architecting our teams, where we're at, I run the software sales team, which is usually, it, right now we have about 23 people in my software team, ranging from business development reps that are calling businesses to my account managers that are working with our customers. And then we have our new logo guys, the sales execs going after new business, the hunters out there. So we've really constructed our sales team for growth. And as we start acquiring other companies out there, Hopefully, we can help them with the way that we've prescribed on how we're doing our growth to help them grow their business as well. So that's what the whole plan is. We will get there, absolutely. Very cool. That's awesome. So your market is obviously to these lawn care uh, providers. And how do you sell to this market? What does that all look like? And how do you market to them? How do you sell? What do the deals look like? All that stuff. Yeah, I look at marketing as a huge pie, and so does our marketing department. It's not one piece. And I was actually looking at a marketing dashboard today and just really seeing where all of our leads are coming from. So once the lead comes to our sales team, our BDR team will then contact them, and we have a goal. We want them contacted within 60 minutes, but really, we're contacting people probably within five minutes when they fill out a web form. So they're getting a personal phone call. So it's starting right from there. I call the BDR team the tip of the spear. So they're out there. They're bringing in the leads to us. We do a lot of cold calling too as well. But Linda Thomas, our director of marketing, she's really got us going on Facebook quite a bit, our websites, paid ads, paid medias. We are in several publications out there. We do attend a lot of conferences as well to get leads into it. But we do take all those leads sorted out and see what comes out into a sale. But we have quite a team that's working on all these aspects. And right now we're acquiring a couple companies too. I mentioned LawnBot. They're actually based out of Grand Rapids. And a young man developed a, a program out there called LawnBot. And it works really well into our software tools. So we're able to talk to a, a prospect and really bring value of what we're doing and what they're going to be able to do to provide to their customers. So every little part of our software shows value on how we can help them grow their business or how we can help them assist their business or maybe save some money. We also, in that same time frame, since last I talked to you, we bought a digital marketing company called Colmarch. They're based out of North Carolina as well. So they have roughly about 35 employees, and we're just starting to, now that our conference is done and all the dust is clearing out, just trying to figure out how the teams are going to be set up and 
what will be our next steps with both of those companies. Nice. That's awesome. You guys are staying busy. <laughs> we are. It's been a very busy winter for us. Very busy. Yeah, yeah. You're going to own the world here soon. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Somebody will. You got a ton of experience, obviously, in sales and building relationships with customers and all that. How do you go about building a lifelong relationship with customers? Yeah, that's a great question. And I'm very fortunate in this industry that I have a lot of customers that are my friends. I've actually been to the UK and I've stayed at a customer's house. I've been to Maryland and stayed at a customer's house. It all starts out, I think, is in, a, in any sales position is we can all talk our talk. We know what our product is, but listen to what the customer has to at or the prospect at that time is putting out there. What are their pain points? And just really taking the time to listen and see if you really have a solution for them. But don't try and put a square peg in a round hole. Make sure it's a round peg going in that round hole and really having a good conversation with, with them right out of the gate, I think is vital. When we do have our users conference, it's almost like a huge family event yeah, every software company is going to have their challenges. They're going to have their bugs. They're going to have those. But it's how you overcome it and how you treat the customer to get through those issues. We have those issues, but it's really how do we take care of the customer? That's the bottom line. When we get to these users' conferences, we can shake hands, have a hug, have a beer together, and really form good relationships. It's spending time with your customers. I've been fortunate to travel with Joe Cusick a lot, doing marketing seminars, getting out to our customers' locations. Then I started taking over the marketing seminars and getting a chance to do it myself. And we didn't have to do these marketing seminars, but we did them to teach our customers more how to use our software to grow their business. But then that also gave us the opportunity to spend time with them personally and not just over a phone or talking to them, getting out and actually meeting with the customers. So I think that's vital in any relationship. Nice. That's awesome. So what should be the key advice that others listening in sales and marketing should take away from this? You know, I would just hope that they would take away from this that helping your customers achieve their goals should be one of your number one goals. We have 2,300 customers. And every customer means something to us. They really do. And I see a lot of reports. I see a lot of conversations happening with us. And we have, and our team is the real green team. Our culture, we try and spread that out to our customers as well. I feel we have a very strong culture at Real Green, how we treat our employees, but it also reflects how it goes to our customers as well. Always trying to be there for your customer, answer their questions, and just not put them off to the wayside, really trying to assist them to achieve their goals, make them successful. If you make one of your customers successful, they're going to love you for life. If they've achieved one of their goals that they were going after, they will, you will be around forever. And then you set a new goal with them. Then you take them to the next level. Don't ever just let it stop. I know of a company of mine in Maryland. I remember meeting with them and they were doing about 500000 in business. And we were meeting in this little trailer. This company now today does 12 million. And I remember us sitting in there when they were doing about 500,000 and they just wanted to hit a million. Now it got to be 2 million, then 3 million. This company has now created a great business, have a lot of employees and that's a $12 million business now. 
that's what really excites me. And it shouldn't incite, excite anybody when it comes to sales, being able to do stuff like that. Hey, Brian, thanks so much for joining the podcast. I appreciate you sharing your wisdom, insights, and advice here. Awesome. Thanks for having me today, Brad. And uh, I hope you have a great weekend. Yeah, certainly. You too.